Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm Matt Tyler and I'm coming to you from the very lovely Gresham Apart Hotel where every single day we're talking to the very biggest names at the festival and first up we are playing a quick game of the 60 second six syllable sprint 60 seconds on the clock, six syllable answers and we're playing with a former Leicester Mercury comedian of the year Mr. Eric Rushton. You ready? Mm. Three, two, one. How do you unwind? I don't like to unwind. Brilliant, okay. <laughs> uh, if you weren't a comedian, what would you be? That's a ridiculous question. Uh, can you tell me a joke? No, no I, I hate whenever. <laughs> uh, what do you hope you smell like? Lynx Africa. How many am I on? Four. Just because if I don't, if I don't, then what have I been buying? Do you know what I mean? Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys. And that was Mr. Eric Rushton, former Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year. Let's talk to someone who may be snatching up the same title this Saturday in the final of the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year. It's Louise Lees. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Good. You've got your work in progress show tonight. Yes, the 17th I have. of February, 9pm mm-hmm. at the Exchange Bar. Yes. What's it called? What's it about? At the moment, it's called A Bloke Called Graham. Mm. And it's about an encounter that I had with a bloke called Graham. Although I don't know that his name was Graham. And, Good start. <laughs> uh, it was called Two Thirds Spaniel. I had to ditch that show because it involved a lot of bottom sniffing and licking. You know, I don't know if you know, but they put on this massive worldwide event. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've so heard I, about it. I started writing that show in uh, this time two years ago, and now uh, it just felt both inappropriate and also a little bit obsolete. So, this is a show about being a ladette and being a mum, and being married, and not being a Spaniel, and, and men. My relationship with men. Yeah, just all, mm. all of the men. All of the men. Sure. Yeah. In your description, it says about an internal battle between being a lad and being a Karen. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, work in progress. <laughs> Did you have a top Karen moment? Well, I have. <laughs> is I, that, is I think it's one of those things. What happens when you're a middle-aged woman is you stop giving a sh- shed. About no more um, sheds here. No sheds. (laughs) You stop giving a shed about what people think of you in a lot of ways, combined with the fact that at home you are constantly bossing people around. So then you go into a situation and you just start (laughs) moving people around because that's that's your role at work. Quite often, if you're a middle aged woman, you are the person who's actually running the show. So I think that that there's an urge to sort of bleed into that. Having felt that I'd finished the show on the train here, I might have to go back to the shed I am sleeping in tonight and just rewrite that bit and just put that bit about being a Karen in there because it is a... It's a risk. You know, you like, I'm an empowered woman and I've stopped trying to be nice all the time. Sure. How do you do walk the line between standing up for yourself mm. and being awful? For people who may not know what a Karen is, I, yeah. I think we have differing opinions on so a Karen. I but think what's there's, yours? I think there's a, the original definition is very much a, a racist woman in a star calling the 
cops in Starbucks because black people dared to walk in there. But I think it's now just become any blonde woman mm. in midlife throwing her weight around mm. generally like i've had moments that i'm not prepared to talk about now <laughs> <laughs> is there not a moment you can share about maybe when karen energy was radiated I don't know if i have any actually it is particularly when your kids are like eight nine ten or you know and you're just directing all the time and telling mm. them how to behave in sure. public like so parents of very small children will go oh look a cow oh look a tractor when they're driving along and then they get in the car with their colleagues sure. and go oh look a cow oh look a tractor right and parents of older children or mothers of older children might just start just going no that is a socially inappropriate thing to do to other adults mm. because they're Karen the Karen that they need to be at home and often in the workplace as well because we've all worked somewhere where there's been a formidable middle-aged woman who knows everything and that's where it's an asset but it doesn't you know I mean I you know don't passive aggressively pick up litter for people and saying well you drop you know it's there's all of that <laughs> that stuff that's basically what I've found myself doing more often actually I could just put the litter in my pocket no that's true you know and I didn't need to have a conversation is that something are that's, you talking from yeah, experience yeah, wow yeah, yeah. I like, love that and just like what happened oh, maybe I will put this in the show <laughs> I went into the Warhammer shop and he came in and he threw a jam donut at my face. So he threw litter on the ground. You went and up I to picked him and it like, up. No. And I popped it in his hood of his coat because oh. he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> awful. Awful. <laughs> no, I'm it's the baddie. All right. I'm the baddie. No, I should have just gone pick up. I don't want the litter on the floor. Pick up the litter. Do the good. Don't. You don't have to correct everyone. It seemed like you were going to give examples of very bad behaviour. I think you were totally in the right there. No. I wasn't. I did not need to correct that man's well, behaviour. It depends what, what did you put in his hood? Was it like a, a Just the wrapper. Just, no, just, just the wrapper. It didn't yeah, have yeah, his yeah. hood. He didn't have yeah. to wash it. Just yeah, well, it I just, you know, felt like, no, okay, I did not need to tell this kid off. That's fair. Can I get a recording of this? Because I really do want to write this in the show. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> So you've got a show at the Exchange Bar tonight, right now, actually, which people have probably missed. Mm. But you're a nominee for this year's Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year. I am so excited about it. So excited. There's some amazing names on that list. And me. Uh, who'd have thunk it? And it is at 7.30 on Saturday night at the Y Theatre. And I think the lineup is so strong. Just like even the ones that I know from Bristol, it's going to be a tremendous night. And I'm so excited to be meeting comics from all over the country because being a mum, my circle of gigging is quite small and I don't sure. get out of the southwest very often. Um, <laughs> getting out there, getting out there and kind of and meeting people from all over the country is just huge. Wow. It's huge. Get some tickets for a huge event right now. <laughs> To see Louise Lee this Saturday at 7.30. Well, we're going to be right back in a second to play a very fun game with you, which we're keeping you in the dark on right now. Excellent. And they'll be right back with Louise Lee on Union Jack Radio in just a moment. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. It's Europe's biggest comedy festival. 800 performers, 560 shows, 64 different venues. We'll bring you all the tip-top, first-class, cream of the crop, top-notch, five-star, finest. Yeah, you get the idea. 
Just the best shows from the festival. Throughout February on Union Jack Radio and Jack Radio Player. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm Matt and I'm currently joined by Louise Lee. Hello. Hello. You've got your show today, 17th of February, but you've got another show as your nominee for this year's Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year on Saturday at 7.30. Mm -hmm. But right now, we're Mm going to play a very quick game with you. Okay, I love games. And it's all about being up at 3 a.m. You're plagued by random, quirky little thoughts that are just keeping you up. Menopausal woman, that is my life. (laughs) (laughs) Is it night sweats? Is it anxiety? Is it COVID? I don't know. It's menopause. It's menopause, (laughs) exactly. So from my perspective, I know a lot about this. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to be asking you some of those questions that might be keeping you up. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What animal do you wish you could talk to? Oh, Spaniel. Any particular Spaniel? My Spaniel. Your Spaniel. My particular Spaniel. You know, that's not true. We speak exactly the same language. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are as one. Sure. Uh, we are as one. I think I'd like to be able to speak Spaniel. What would your Spaniel say, do you think? He would say stuff like... Biscuits, biscuits, biscuits. Right. Biscuits. That was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been given a magical power. And, and it's not, it, it's, that's very on brand. <laughs> I to just go, oh yeah, magical power. I will use it for this very one, very pathetic thing. Yes, please. Um, here's one. What's the strangest thing an audience member has ever done at one of your shows? At the end of the show, as I was leaving, a man just booped me on the nose. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. I, I was trying to... It was a compliment. <laughs> uh, it might have been, um, but I hope you've recovered from the pelting of the testicles that I gave you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't... I wouldn't say I pel- I didn't, but I did what might be described as an, an aggressive pat in return. How quickly was it after? Like, boop, bang. Wow. And then I left. I thought he was leaning in to say, I thought you dealt very well with that heckler. <laughs> and what he was leaning in to do was to just boop me on the nose. So I booped him on the gentleman's area <laughs> brilliant yeah you don't know what that means it means don't boop me on the nose i meant the boop <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh i think it meant i am allowed to invade your space sure and you can't do anything about it turns out you can yeah yeah <laughs> yeah don't try it again ian first name basis with the booper what is something you don't like and you don't understand how people can cucumber absolutely cucumber cucumber Uh, uh. it's like bad water in a slimy tube and if you put it in a sandwich it steals flavor from the things around it oh and makes them suddenly ham taste of cucumber no i'm practicing it because i I do believe that if lots of people like things, probably things have a bit of merit. And I don't want to be, you know, all like, oh, I'm not basic. I like, I don't like cucumber. That makes me cool. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't like olives and I practiced them. And you practiced I really them? Pra- yeah, I practiced <laughs> okay. olives. Yeah. And I am practicing cucumber. <laughs> but like when I'm with my kids, they go, you're practicing cucumber. And I go, and I make like a child's face and I go, and I, and I'm like, oh. I just, no. Gosh. <laughs> well, thank you for your service of practicing cucumber. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a good woman. Okay. Final 3M thought for you. Okay. What is something on earth that you don't think fits in with everything else? Wow. You've given me like a really big brief there. I mean, think Dubai. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The whole of Dubai. We don't have a big audience there. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like they build, build it and they will come. I've been a couple of times for work. And the first time I went was at the turn of the century. And it was mad. Mm. But sort of, you could sort of see where it came from. And then I went again probably... 10 years ago now and it was just like it had just gone it had been inflated and all the buildings that i thought were mad when i went in like 2002 had were tiny compared to these monstrous huge buildings that have been built on you know very very literally sandy ground interesting you know there's a song about not there doing that is a song about not doing that <laughs> and dubai is it just makes you go no you shouldn't do that yes yeah, no, fun sure. place for a holiday i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> well excellent Dubai does not fit in with the rest of the world you heard it here first <laughs> Louise where can people see you on Saturday on Saturday they can see me at the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year terrifyingly when and where is that oh that's so yeah sorry <laughs> don't you just all magically know this stuff um, it's at 7.30 at the Y Theatre and it's got a killer lineup. there will be absolute lols for sure absolute lols for sure <laughs> and finally where can people find you on social media Okay, so seek out Louise Lee Comedy on Instagram. Seek out Louise Lee on Facebook. And furthermore, on Twitter, should you dare, go to at Lady. But I reckon if you searched for me with my surname, you'd, I'd come up. Louise Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Thank you very much, Louise. Union Chat Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Hi, I'm Imran Yusuf and I'm a stand-up sitting down. At the end of a night out, what's your go-to food of choice? There's a number of you know, restaurants or cuisines that I like. But the, the most important thing is who I'm with. Having uh, dinner with your closest friends, that is always a, a greatest joy. Or actually Turkish food, like kebabs. Uh, kebabs. Indian food I can have at home, you know, because... Yeah, uh, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? The very first thing I ever wanted to be, and I remember writing about this in school, I, the very ever first thing I wanted to be was Evil Knievel. Uh, I wanted to be Jackie Chan. I still want to be Jackie Chan. He's my number one hero. I wanted to be uh, a stand-up comedian, and I've just about managed to pull that one off. What's something really unimportant that you're good at? I can make a decent guacamole, or a, de- a, a decent a, a masala omelette. I went to a breakfast place which did a really good masala. And then when lockdown happened, I was like, well, I'm just going to figure out to make some on my own. What's your show all about? My show is called Not Pulling Punches. And the reason I thought I'd call it that is that as I've gotten older, I realised that although I, and, and the majority of comedy is quite largely left wing, uh, because that's the best one, isn't it? But as I've gotten older, parts of me are right wing and I do have certain right wing opinions, but it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It's just that I have certain attitudes towards certain subjects. And so Not Pulling Punches is that it's a bit of both. Like I have left wing views uh, and right right-wing views and not pulling punches about bringing both of them together and saying what I'm saying and so uh, some of it you'll find funny some of it you might find offensive (laughs) right Um, but it's about that I think this show is really about me telling you what my opinions are and what my opinions are now as a 42 year old man are very different to the opinions I had when I was in my 20s you know when I started comedy where can people find you on social media on Twitter I'm on at Imran Yusuf and on Facebook and on Instagram, don't look for me on LinkedIn. That's an old video games uh, uh, thing that I don't use anymore because, you know, I'm in show business now. Grab tickets to the Leicester Comedy Festival at unionjack.co.uk. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival coming to you from the lovely Gresham Apart Hotel. 
I'm Matt Tyler, and next we're speaking to a very exciting rising comedian who's worked with Dave, Frankie Boyle, and Comedy Central. It's Anya Magliano. Hello, Anya. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So you've got your work in progress show, Absolutely No Worries If Not. I love that title. Mm -hmm. This Sunday, 20th of February, 2 p.m. at Duffy's Bar. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it. So um, it is still a work in progress show, but I do feel like I am getting closer to the progress and further away from the work at the moment nice. um, because it's basically, it's it's my first hour show. Um, it's an hour really? of stand up. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's mostly about me <laughs> and uh, my life. And I think at the moment, a lot of what I'm talking about is definitely to do with kind of connected to the title. It's about being a bit of a people pleaser and kind of trying to, the kind of ways in which I went from being like quite nervous as a person and being quite like socially, you know, anxious and desperate to, to please other people to being a bit more a bit less like that which is where I'm at now um I hope but yeah it's just kind of um there's, I talk about quite a few different topics I would say there's some you know there's some classic stuff about family like I've got um, I'm half Italian half Polish so there's a bit about that there's a bit about being bisexual which I also am there's a bit about um horse girls uh, one of my favorite okay. <laughs> favorite topics um and there's a, a a long bit about how I bought my cat off Gumtree during lockdown so that's the sort of flavor of the pretty big topics that I'm tackling <laughs> We probably have to cover this. We're going to have to describe this for the radio listeners, but you're yeah. currently suffering an injury from yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a little yes. bit about that? So I will say um, today is my birthday. Um, I am birthday. doing, thank you, a radio interview because the hustle never stops. Um, <laughs> and I'm a professional till the day I die. And earlier in the day, um, I thought this is my 24th birthday and I thought, it's the first birthday I've had where I've not been working a day job as well. So I was like, I've got the whole day to fill. And luckily, because I'm friends with a lot of comedians, um, they also had the day to fill. So a Very few nice. of us went to a place that I would say when I booked, I thought it was more of like a sort of parkour gym. I can't do parkour, but I thought it was like a sort of trampolining gym thing. And it actually sure. was kind of like a kid's Play. This doesn't sound like a mistake. It sounds like you did this on complete purpose, but you just lured your friends there with <laughs> the promise of an adult experience. Yeah, I, I wanted to hang around. Um, no. <laughs> and uh, we got in, and there were there were quite a lot of trampolines. There were also loads of children because it's half term. Um, forgot about forgot about that. Um, and I went on one of the trampolines, and one of my friends could do a really good flip. And she did one straight away and I was like, that doesn't look hard. And I did it and I flipped onto the like edge of the trampoline. And so now I've got almost like a black eye, but just a bit above my eye. I think it looks quite chic. I quite like it. I think I might oh, yeah? um, get it permanently. I feel like also it's going to be a cool... Uh, thing to have people are going to be like who's that cool girl she's been in a fight she's pretty hard and strong and then if they ask why I'll be like it's because I was in a soft play center and, um, <laughs> could do a yeah, which I think no, really embodies everything I represent <laughs> mm, this will be good do you think you'll mention it in the show I think I'm going to have to because I'm I'm obviously coming to you guys in Leicester on the Sunday um, mm. and on Saturday I'm I'm doing a preview in Brighton and then on the Monday I'm doing a preview in London which is you know three back-to-back -back previews and um, and I've got a 
black eye for a black above the eye area yeah a black above the eye area <laughs> also like i as a sport do boxing i've never had a black eye from boxing wow and I've managed to get a a black above the eye from uh, a children's experience. A children's area. <laughs> I was just looking at the description of your show, and you've worked with a load of very impressive titles like Dave and Frankie Boyle and Comedy Central. It's great. I mean, I've done a few different, a lot of the stuff I've done has been like writing for people mm. and things. Um, one of my favorite things that I've been doing quite regularly, which is so cool. And I honestly, I'm like flabbergasted that I'm doing it is um, I work with Amelia de Moldenberg, who does the Chicken Shop Date series. Um, oh yeah. So I've done some writing with her on, on, not on all the episodes, but on a few of them and on um, the cooking show that she does, which is so cool like the one that's coming out tomorrow is with louis theroux and it's just like that isn't that mad (laughs) that's really cool got to write some questions for him um and you know yeah she's great to work with and she's so funny uh, that i'm also like why are you using me (laughs) you don't need me but it's 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 very she's really really good and i think chicken shop date is so cool then but yeah like with the dave stuff the dave thing was the first filmed thing i did it was for facebook it was for um i think it was facebook tv as a platform oh that was a thing for a while wasn't it yeah yeah Wait, yeah, is it yeah, a yeah, thing yeah. now it's it a thing could now still be a thing <laughs> nice 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 so do you want to tell us finally a little plug for your show where can people see you where can people get tickets my show is on at 2 p.m at duffy's bar on sunday the 20th of february perfect for your go and have a nice uh, nice early lunch or even a brunch situation and then come and digest and listen to me ramble on i'm sure you can get tickets from the leicester comedy website and probably through the duffy's but i reckon you know you're probably an adult listening to this so you can just google it and figure it out yourself um but please come it would be so lovely to have you you give our audience a lot of credit they they appreciate that and where can they find you on social media i'm on twitter at anya which is spelled a-n-i-a i I forgot how sorry to trouble you it's such a difficult question of your name (laughs) hey it's my birthday everything's in up in the air and anya mags yeah i can blame it all on the head injury it's just my personality at anya mags on twitter and then on instagram i'm at anya magliano and on TikTok as well, if you're lurking around on there. I am. I'm lurking. That's what I tell people. <laughs> well, we'll be back with a very fun, original game with you in just a moment. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm Matt Tyler, and I'm currently joined by Anya Magliano. Hello. Hello. And we're playing a very uh, quirky little game with you as it is your birthday. We were thinking, what games can we treat you to what really fun drinking games can we play without drinking so (laughs) So i'm drinking but it's water i'll just be getting super hydrated for my big day (laughs) that is that is crazy off the rails on your 24th birthday (laughs) and what we came up with doesn't really have a name but it has a premise which is the better way around yeah (laughs) we're gonna each write down three words and then we're going to try and get each other to say those words by taking it in turns to ask each other questions okay you don't want to make it too obvious the word you're going for because i'll avoid it and then just ask questions near it and hope the other person gets them five questions each five questions each okay but can it be like it can't be like really it can't be like the word like yes the one rule we're saying is it's no really simple tiny words like the or okay and, okay because that's fine. just 
silly. Something That's exactly tacky. what my tactic was going to be. <laughs> that would be, I mean, that would work to be fair. We want like a, a good old adjective or a noun, you know? Okay, 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 okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm, I think maybe I'm learning about myself. So I'm quite competitive. Write down sure. three words. Have me you already too. done your words? I've already done my words, yeah. Wow, okay. Let me... Um... I could have something like guava and try and stray you onto the topic of exotic fruits. Okay, I've got my three. Do you want to go first or second <laughs> with your question? I will go first. I'm right. confident. Five questions each. Question one from Anya. Let's hear it. Where are you right now? <laughs> you are probably trying to get me to say something to do with the place I'm in. I'm going to use a huge gamble there. <laughs> I'm going to use it to plug where we're staying, which is the lovely Gresham Apart Hotel. Uh, we have a very amazing suite here, and I'm in kind of a kitchen slash living room. Damn. Yeah, you completely didn't fall into my trap at all. Don't, don't, don't tell me what the word was. Don't tell, you've still okay, got five okay. more chances. Question for you. Can you tell us a little bit about your show at the Leicester Comedy Festival? It's a masterpiece. <laughs> and it will be a rollicking journey through my life. And I'm not afraid to have a bit of fun. That's my answer. Wow. That was the vaguest. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to avoid in case you're trying to get me to say something specific about my life. Nothing, nothing specific, nothing specific. All right, neither of us have said any of the words. Who knows if this is going to work by the end, but go on. It's go so on. hard to avoid, to be trying to avoid any word that you don't know exists. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get, get you. I okay, your next question. Oh, which one do I want to go for? Could you tell me about a farmyard? <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. I guess I could. So a farmyard uh, has lots of different animals on it, uh, including, oh God, I'm going to say some animals, <laughs> but not the one. It has cows, usually. Chickens, most often. Another mm. pink animal called a pig. <laughs> And a farmer tends to the animals as well as the crops. This is easy. I don't think you've got a word to do with farms on your list. Yeah, I felt like I wasted a question there, actually. <laughs> you can go to a farm shop at the farmyard and you can see tractors and combine harvesters. And it's a great day out for the, all the family. Mm. And you're telling me I didn't say your word. Yeah, yeah you somehow <laughs> didn't say my <laughs> word. I don't think I could say any more about a farmyard. Brilliant. Nice, 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 nice. Nice work. Damn um, so, uh, <laughs> it's quite a hard game. How prepared are you for your show at the Leicester Comedy Festival on Sunday, the 20th of February at 2 p.m. at Duffy's Bar? I feel quite prepared. I'm looking forward to it. I've got some time in my calendar tomorrow to rewrite some of the bits that I've added uh, since my last show. Uh, and I'm excited for those. They've, there's a really, really silly bit in there that um, made me laugh. I was trying it last night and it made me laugh uh, more than the audience. <laughs> oh, that's good. Which is the goal with comedy, right? Is to be the yeah. one laughing the most at your own jokes. <laughs> God, you that's my only answer. Your next question, your third question out of five. Neither of us have said any of the three words we've written down. What do you think is... What's the worst? No. <laughs> What's the worst? <laughs> I like that. 
<laughs> just about vague oh, enough. Wait, I feel like I could get I could get it if I just phrased if I just phrased this right. What do you think about the film Dune? Wow. <laughs> Very specific. I think it was a marvel of special effects and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think a lot of my enjoyment of Dune depends on how the sequel pans out. There's a long time to go until the next one. <laughs> you said it. You said my what word. What was your long. word? Oh, I thought it might be long. Okay, nice. <laughs> yes, winner. You got really lucky there that I said... I couldn't I remember what, like, a, is Dune a long film? I couldn't remember if it it's was after. Long. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's how it's going to get you, but you you went into a whole different trap. <laughs> <laughs> you are the reigning champion of the game we just made up. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give Thank a final you. shout out to your show? Where can people see you? What's it about? Should we be excited? Yes. Uh, you should be excited. My show is on at 2pm uh, at Duffy's Bar on Sunday the 20th of February and it's all about, um, it's kind of about being a people pleaser, it's about growing up, uh, it's about um, my life, my family, being a, a young bisexual woman in the big city, um, <laughs> the city of Leicester for Sunday. Oh, yeah. um, it should be very fun. I, I think I'm going to have a fun time regardless of whether you guys are there, so you should come in and get on it, otherwise you'll have intense FOMO, which we all know, worst feeling, a bit about fun in the show um yeah I'll, i'm gonna cover all the topics you could ever dream of that's not a promise and where Thank can you. uh people find you on social media on twitter i'm at anya mags a-n-i-a-m-a-g-s and on instagram i'm at anya magliano at a-n-i-a-m-a-g-l-i-a-n-o very very good spelling <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you. much, Anya. Thank you so much. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. We're here at the biggest comedy festival in Europe and we're talking to some of the biggest and best names in comedy right here in Leicester. You can keep up with everything we're up to on unionjackradio.co.uk or on social media or on the very new and very exciting Jack Radio Player app. Check those out, see every single thing we're up to until the very end of the festival. This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player.